I'm Marie. I'm Katie. We are Reformed Whore. That's also the name of our band. And you're listening to Mockumental. Comedy Music Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. With Killy Mockstar Dwyer. Turn on, tune in, mock out. Come feel funny with us. I wouldn't do otherwise. You're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm Killy Mockstar Dwyer, and welcome to Mockumental, where we feature indie, local comedy, novelty, and quirky music, and the musicians who created. Today, we are super pumped to have the incomparable Lauren O'Brien in the studio for a deep tissue interview, live jams, and call-in questions from you out there in the real world. Our mock bottom drinking game will be to drink every time we have a caller. So call in at 718-928-9732. Mock bottoms up. Let's feel funny together. That's right. That's right. You are listening to Mockumental on Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, welcome, welcome. We are having a... It, I, I'm having a good day. Of course, I uh, slept in until about 1 p.m. Um, both uh, my husband, Craig, here, of course, is in studio. He just worked and up until 7 o'clock. We drove over here, and he's just on his shit tonight. Welcome uh, to him, and, and I'm so... So sad and sorry you had to work all day, babe. It's so yeah. hard to be you. I, I'm thinking of just coming straight from the office to the radio station now. Sometimes you got to bring home the bacon. You know what I'm saying? And fry it up in a pan. <laughs> and, of course, Lauren O'Brien is in studio with us, too. And she just worked her butt off all day as well. Um, it's going to be a fun Friday night. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna jam out and do some live jams with her. We're gonna uh, we have some new uh, segments. We have I'm sure people excited to call in. Um, and our drinking game is if you call in, we drink. So if you don't call in, we're not gonna drink, and that's just sad. Uh, but so call in at seven one eight nine two eight nine seven three two and uh, ask Lauren some questions. Ask us anything you want. Comment. Uh, tell us about your day. We can ther- be your therapist for uh, a couple hours if you if need be. Uh, let's get started though. With um, we love to do a warm up, a bit of a warm up uh, here on uh, uh, Mockumental. I like to play a few comedy music songs to get you nice and wet downtown. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're gonna start off with an oldie but a goodie. Uh, who remembers Hee Haw? Come on, Hee Haw was the best. Um, so this is a song that uh, Dave Ritz, a friend of mine, uh, sh- 
recommended to me and I, and I just love it. And just sort of exactly how we're feeling right now as, uh, as sort of spring hasn't really fully sprung and still kind of feels wintry and weird and, and then it's 80 degrees the next day. So, um, this is gloom, despair, and agony, and then we'll uh, move through this mock block. Gloom, despair, and agony only. Deep, dark depression, excessive misery.
nice to meet your ex-girlfriend. Yeah, she's really nice. No, of course I don't mind if she calls you up sometimes. It's great that you're still friends, so emotionally mature. But I'm really not sure how you slept with that dumb whore. Just kidding, it's fine. I'm kidding, it's fine. So I went on Facebook, saw pictures of you guys. It seems like you two had a really good time. She was wearing your sweater. Same one you lent to me I hope you washed it Cause I'm really, really, really Don't want the fleas to meet your ex-girlfriend yeah she's real and us no of course I don't mind if she calls you up sometimes I hate your ex-girlfriend I hate your ex-girlfriend I really hate your ex-girlfriend just kidding it's fine I'm kidding it's Kind of seems like it's not fine. Ladies and gentlemen, will you please uh, uh, Sorry about that. Uh, that was, uh, uh, well, we had a little mock block there to start us off. I'm, oh God, I'm loud tonight. I, why am I so, I think it's because I was alone all day and I was just sort of talking to myself. I wasn't alone. I was with Monkey the dog. Uh, she has a segment coming up later in the show. But uh, up, up first was Gloom and Despair and Agony uh, from Hee Haw. If you guys remember, if you don't, well, you get on board. Go to YouTube. Check it out. It's a great show. Uh, had a lot of uh, hilarious music and weird sketches, and it was set in the South, and it's just wrong in so many ways. Uh, then we had Cute by Hardwood. Check out their video on YouTube. They just released a video for that song. Um, it's, it really is quite a cute song. And uh, then our esteemed guest, uh, I Hate Your Ex-Girlfriend, Just Kidding, It's Fine. Uh, that's from Devil's uh, Ex-Girlfriend uh, by Lauren O'Brien. And she is in the studio with us. Hi, Lauren. Yay. Yay. That's the best. Hi, 
we work together a lot. We've um, we are partners in crime. I, I could say uh, we have a show, uh, one a monthly show, but we've done all sorts of different things together, <laughs> including making out, punching each other in the face. You just it happened. You titty you punches. let out the cat out of the bag at the beginning of the show for the people who didn't know. But well, yeah, that's happened. People, the people who tune in too late, they missed it. Then uh, they, they'll find out. Though we'll have to bring it up again. Yeah, and you just never know what's going to happen during the show. Don't, that, which is why I shaved my leg. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I did know that you did miss one little spot but uh, i did you know i did it's in the shape of kelly dwyer it's a, there's, so. it's a k it's yeah a k. <laughs> yeah it's this one particular razor it wasn't really i had to like reduce spots yeah. i don't know because i'd waited a while yeah it was, like, exactly getting in there in the brush and maybe, in the rainforest and maybe somebody else used your razor on their face or something oh, God, i hate that yeah, they wreck you know, it they, they totally do. wreck it um they do well it's just nice I, to finally have you here like it's fun to i've be been here. trying to get you you're just such a busy lady i'm a, I'm a busy girl you're Busy girl. I'm a busy girl. I've been doing out of town shows, yeah, kind of in the you way. Have been in the way out of New York City. It's fun. People are happy to see you out yes. of New York City. New York's a tough town, and people are. New York is a tough nut to crack. It's a tough nut. It a lot is. of tough nuts out there in New York City. We love it's our fun. nuts here. We love uh, we love our uh, New York City nuts. But it uh, it can people can be a little um, jaded, shall you say? Yeah, yeah. Uh, little little jaded. So it's nice to get out into the country where they don't see a lot of acts like Lauren O'Brien. <laughs> no, it's true, <laughs> and it's fun to meet new people and new cultures. Yeah. But I've just I didn't like, put where, where are you going, Zimbabwe? Like, well, I don't even well Dublin. Oh. That was Oh, that was pretty badass. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just driving on the wrong side of of the road in and of itself. Well, was there a huge... is the right side, the wrong, the it's correct the wrong, side. I should say, but it was so wrong. I felt like I was tripping on acid after mm-hmm. being on the plane all night, and then yeah. getting out and getting on the wrong side of the car, mm-hmm. and and it was just really a mind fuck. Well, um, you weren't driving, were you? Paul was driving. Yeah, exactly. There'd be a lot more dead people in <laughs> Ireland right now if I was driving. It was bad enough being in the passenger seat. No, that's our deal, too. I drive when we when we travel together. So yeah, Lauren I can't is, I can't Lauren see very is well. in charge of, like, photo ops. <laughs> Mm. Uh, can't sometimes candies and and uh, and cookies snacks, and snacks. stuff like that. Um, um, but we, we so I try to navigate, but somehow <laughs> I really do my best. Remember the, when we went on like a five hour tour? It took us, but that was a beautiful five. We really bonded. We cried. We did. We. We shared we both cried. We were sobbing yeah. in the car. It was beautiful. It was deep. And then we were like, we're good. We were so, I was, t- I was really hungover, first of all. And so I was already in not in a good, like, frame of mind. And then, and then we got lost. And then on top of that, I started talking about my dead friend. Oh. And then it was just like, <laughs> it was set. And the night it before, quickly Matt Morgan, <laughs> we do shows with Fenris, Matt Morgan yeah. sometimes. And he had tried to kill us yeah. in the house. He often, he tried as to he is wont to set do, set the house on fire. Yeah, and we were both like a little typical, traumatized from that. We typical, had, Matt. Was typical. typical, and we were like, we're not going back there again until the next day. We yeah. were, and he tried to kill us <laughs> some other way the next day. We're going to give you a twenty-four-hour timeout. He doesn't mean to. It's just that he's a dangerous. He he's, a, he's a dangerous person. I was going to wait to he's talk about. Himself. I wonder if he's listening. He, well, I, I never. I'm sure he is. I never he's told. He's jerking off right now. But that only, <laughs> that'll only take like two two minutes. So. And then he'll repeat. Maybe yeah. he'll jerk off to that time that he threw up in my sink and tried to blame it on my cat. Ah. He did. He did. He had. It was the New York Funny 
Songs Festival, <laughs> and he'd been drinking for like three days, <laughs> and then we ended up. It was the middle of the yeah, night. We, he got yeah. in trouble too. He, did. Like, he got yelled at by did Jessica. Did he pretend Dominino. like your cat was drinking? He, yeah, he was like, <laughs> "Cat, you must have given him the wrong food." But then, like, I actually I held. I also held him in my arms while he sobbed <laughs> for several hours. So maybe just, you just have that effect. I on do. People. I make people cry. They yeah. It's the it's the Buddhism. Maybe, and you make man. people laugh. I mean, uh, you are now. I wouldn't call you. Um, well, not that anyone I have on the show is any one specific thing but it, 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 it we we've been having a lot of comedy musicians we have a lot of quirky uh, musicians as well but i think you fall somewhere between quirky quirky and comedy as uh your stuff does tend toward um being uh masochistic mm. um and it was getting sexy uh, it gets sexy it's pretty sexy stuff and it's but it's also got a really nice dark comedy uh dark comedic feel to it and uh you know even with the last song um you know i love the little like the produ- production of the of the song and the album is really nice it's yeah. it's good well-produced album and it's cool because it, you get to add all those little sound effects in and the taxi and the you know like yeah all that the, was all fun the, that makes it, it fun it was co-written by mitch DeStefano and recorded by riley uh, mcmahon right in brooklyn. And that's yeah. in brooklyn right yeah, yeah. And uh, um, but it was fun. But yeah, I think I'm a multi-genreist. Yeah, my first album was all poetry. It was kind of like Patti right. Smith meets Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, and then I did sort of like a pop you poetry punk put with ma- Lauren into you a box. You can't put Lauren in a box. But uh-huh. a sort of fun thing with doing the out of town shows, I've been doing some longer like retrospective shows. Yeah, and mushing everything together. Which is really it works well. It were it actually did. You'd think it might, but when yeah. it's smooshed together, and then there's me, and I'm on the thrill, and I'm in dark, and nothing funny I've ever written has been funny on purpose. Yeah. It's all it's all been like actually like sad. Yeah. And then I co-write a lot, and with MTA, I co-wrote um, that with Matt Fisher. Oh yeah, MTA and, is it? We might might be hearing that song yeah. soon. Maybe we'll start off with that one. I was full of rage. Yeah. I was full of deep. Deep rage. Well, out of, I, out of uh, out of tragedy is <laughs> is born comedy. Uh, and uh, since you brought it up, why don't we go ahead? Do you want to do you want to start with MTA? Um, this song is this is one of your older songs that I know. Yeah. And 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 before we get into it, we met. Uh, I think I, it was the first time I had seen you do MTA. Was um, we met at your birthday party, and that was. Oh, cool. In seven, like two, six, two years seven, seven, last year. a week and a half ago um uh yeah and I you were turning 15 i was turning I think. 15 yeah um you're not yet able to uh drive a car actually still not able to drive a car <laughs> That's true. Legally. maybe one day maybe i should take a <laughs> lesson yeah i'm so scared it's my mom's my mom's i know listening. but the longer you put it off you know but yeah is your mom listening my i told my mom about it and then i was like there might be some dirty things that oh. happen. So I said, fast forward through those moms. Uh, and yeah. she said, I feel like our moms would get along. Oh, I totally. feel like they would totally. And my mom listens sometimes. And, you know, I always tell her, you know, listen at your own risk. I mean, you know, she's an, an adult grown lady. She's heard. She's been around the block. She's seen a lot. It's, I'm certainly not. <laughs> I'm certainly not bringing anything to the, the party that hasn't. She probably had, didn't bring to her own party at some no, point in her life. My mom knows. She said I've. I don't know, like I've trained her or she's used. Do your, does she's your like, family support your work? Do they come out? Do they, do they, I, I don't, I mean, this is no offense to your mom if she is listening, but I would love to meet your mom. Now, I don't think I've ever seen your family out at the they shows. Sh- they used to come. Oh, they used to come out. Then they my got mom tired. danced. And then, wait, what happened? There was, your mom my, danced. my mom danced at one of the shows and Mike <laughs> McHugh, who's a booker, legendary booker in the city, loved my mom and was calling her uh, a hippie. 
Oh, yeah. She's not really. She's kind of conservative. Sorry, uh, Mom. But my dad, I've got a funny story. I, I won a new Century Music Award, guys, for my first album. <laughs> and, you know, it was, you know, it's a, a giant downtown. Trophy. It's a huge award. But there was a baseball player on the top of it, but it was for the music. It was music award. On the Lower East Side. But anyway, there was a big party for it. And my dad actually came. And someone was interviewing people. Um, and they had listened to my inconsequential dream rock poetry album, and they said, you must have had a really dark childhood, right? <laughs> Stories, songs like that. And I don't, it just came out, and I immediately regretted it. And my, my, I was like, my dad's here. You can ask him. Oh, no. And I, then I was like, <gasps> I can't believe I said oh, that. No. And then he came up, and, and he actually said, uh, you know, Lauren just always did whatever she wanted to do. He's like, I couldn't really stop her from doing anything. So I guess this is what she's doing, and we're proud of her. Aww. So my dad. But I was like, oh, that moment could have gone so many kinds of wrong. True that, really true that. But instead, like, it's, it's just nice to have, um, you know, whether they're there at the shows or whether they just, you know, support from, you know, their cozy couches in and, and suburbia, which is your parents are there out in Long Island, yeah. which is where you were raised, right? Mm -hmm. You were raised in Long Island. So and I don't so I don't know how you turned out even actually so weird. that just tells a lot of tales right there. It's just being raised in Long Island. So yeah, like I was constantly I think it's like constantly being suppressed yeah. and then fighting against it. Yeah, but I'm like that combination of being whatever super organized and then like totally fucking weirdo. right. Well, it it, it, it just goes to show what your day was like. I mean, you you have a <clears throat> sort of a nine to five job and then you come here and you're like, I'm wearing bunny. Oh, actually, no, they're not bunny ears. Or like, <laughs> they're like they're new. They're serpent ears. Sort of serpent like nice, yeah. I posted a, I with earrings posted in them. You know, <laughs> like it looks like you're a serpent wearing earrings. They're so cute. And you know, when I'm at my job, I, I'm myself. They know about furries she's for oinks Easter. She's a lot. <laughs> she oinks Danica, and moves. My friend Danica said she's <laughs> listening. But yeah, you got to explain yourself we're, we're all a lot of different beings yeah. inside you and know i'm what sure I mean, you man? make that place like so much more fun to work at i hope so yeah they, i like the people there they're actually very it could be so much worse they're very nice i yeah. and i get to pay my bills and all that which shit. is nice too it's very you know? new york's an expensive place it it's is very, it just, is and you've you got know, a fat apartment and it's pretty you know, nice like you two know? awesome the, kitties and the cats are awesome yeah except for they throw up in the sink <laughs> <laughs> i know he ate that cat ate a lot got drunk I was so mad. I, w I was like, what the fuck? You threw up. You should like, have renamed the, the cat, cat Fenris. I'm just like, it's little Fenris. But you don't. <laughs> I, I just snorted. <laughs> but, but then I'd be sleeping with Fenris every yeah. night. And I, no, no one. No. Nobody wants that. Mm. Nobody wants that. Well, why don't we have our first song up? Uh, he, you're listening to Mockumental here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, I'm Killy Mockstar Dwyer, and you're about to hear Lauren O'Brien. Uh, you can set it up any way you like. You can chat for a second. Well, can... yeah. Speaking of jobs, I think I was on my way to my job, and the train just wasn't running. Like I waited on the platform for about 40 minutes, and there was no announcement, no sign. You'd think there would be. You know what I mean? And I was starting to get mad. And then I like sure. I found an employee, and they were like, oh, no train running today. you got to find a bus. At which point, I just lost my shit, which I can. Like It takes a lot to kind of, but then I do. And then, you know, I'm full of rage. <laughs> and so uh, so I, I had to take a bus. I was late. I was so mad. And then the line came to me. I'm going to kill the CEO and fuck his wife. <laughs> and that became the chorus. So, poetry. Yeah, you know, it's <laughs> so poetic. 
So I started writing this, and I, I talked to Matt Fisher, and I'm like, we got to make this like a really hardcore, like, you know, almost metal song. we got to get him. And he just started <laughs> laughing. And then I was like, I guess it is kind of funny. <laughs> it. Got to find the guy who runs the MTA. I'm sick of constant fair hikes and all the delays. Been 40 minutes wide hang on this train. Me and all you people know where to complain. Now it takes a lot to make me feel this way. Congratulations, MTA. Cause usually I'm this welcome mat for lots of shit and all kinds of crap. But MTA, MTA, this can't go on another day. You take my time, so you take my life I'm gonna kill the CEO and fuck his wife I'm gonna kill the CEO and fuck his wife One, two, three, on the MTA It's never fun Gotta load up a volume till the ride is done On the MTA, people pick their nose As a holy shit it's really, really gross Again, the MTA is gonna make me late Gotta do something with all this hate The CEO's condo's worth 10.6 mil This is the asshole we gotta kill To kill him quickly is just too humane Let's do it real slow and drive him insane I'll emulate the style of Spacey and Seven Torture him good in a makeshift dungeon This can't go on another day You take my time, so you take my life I'm gonna kill the CEO and fuck his wife I'm gonna kill the CEO and fuck his wife One, two, three. Now here's the really fun part. I'll keep him tied to his own bed. Feed him barely enough to stay alive. I'll inflict pain on him really bad. Maybe I'll make a video like me and his wife doing it or something, just so he has something to watch while he's laying there for like days, weeks on end, in like this pool of his own blood and vomit and feces. And I'll be like, I'll stick little pins in him, you know, over and over. And I'll like tie him up so he can't move. And he had like, he hasn't eaten for a few days. And I'll put like a little piece of candy in front of his nose. And I'll be like, want the candy, want the candy. You know what I mean? You want it? You want it? Oh, is that bad? You really want it? Is that upsetting you? Is that upsetting you? Oh, aren't you sad? And I'll be like, now you know how we feel every day. This is exactly what it's like to ride the MTA. I'll keep him on the brink of death like that for months. It's his turn to wait and be patient for once. I'll say a death experiencing some delays. We'll move it right along in a few short days. And when he's dead, all you people will be happy. And I'll be the hero of New York City. I'll get a parade, be a star on TV. MTA, MTA, this won't go on another day. You took my time, so you took my life. But I killed the CEO and fucked his wife. Oh yeah, I killed the CEO and fucked his wife. Oh yeah, we killed the CEO and fucked his wife. Welcome. Kill, kill, kill.
Yeah. <laughs> and this song, usually, whenever Kelly and Matt Morgan, a.k.a. Fenris, and I do shows together, we usually end, do that as a finale, and we, we act, act it, it out. out. Yeah. yeah. There's some videos of that really, somewhere. Yeah, we have I to feel find like them. maybe those should stay. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they should stay hidden. Or, you know, uh, people want to see. I know. Uh, yeah, now that I keep thinking about my mo- mom listening, uh, but I know I'm pretty sure there was like a strap on involved. There was a strap on involved. Like there was Philly. Some... That was in Philly, though. That kind of shit happens in Philly all the time. What happens in Philly stays in Philly. <laughs> Philly is a different kind of place. It really like, is. You know, Philly it, is like New York about 15 years ago, which is a cool. It's a, they're in a cool spot, like in a cool place in the community and arts community is like it just feels like really maybe even 20 years you know like i don't it, it just feels like the 90s in new york yeah you know? totally there's not a lot of rules happening mm. i know like even, not no pc thing they don't have the pc thing they happening. don't or the like keep the dogs and the homeless people out of the dressing room yeah. kind of thing like here like the dressing room is kind of wait is Fenris a dog or a homeless person <laughs> both, but i just we did a show at well kanye's rick rack and then yeah. i love bob and barbara's yeah. there and i saw they won like one of the number one dive oh, yeah, bars amazing it's an amazing spot I, yeah it i really went is. to a drag uh show there uh uh Fenris took us to a drag show there and it was like it was one of the craziest drag shows. I've been yeah. to like a shit ton of drag shows. I've been to New York. I mean, I've been here for 20 years and I've been to plenty of drag shows, but this one was like something else. They, so another dimension of drag shows. They do everything. And even yeah. it was so funny. Robert Dix, who's one of the owners slash bartenders at one of Fenris's shows, they were just being utterly hilarious and offensive and disgusting. Mm-hmm. And a few customers got up and left. Mm-hmm. And Robert, Bob just started laughing and he was like, they don't get it. They don't get it. They should leave. Uh. In New York, can you imagine an owner would do whatever to coax them yeah. back? But he was just like, that's not the kind of place this is. So, <laughs> And they even had a furries party there oh. at Bob and Barbara's. So of course my heart went out. I was like, yeah. I was like, this is my place, guys. Yeah, it really is. I mean, it, it, if you happen to uh, be in Philly, you got to go in to, to Bob and Bar. It's it, it, it's kitschy. It's kooky. It's crazy. It's like something out of a like a novel. Like I, I don't know what kind of novel would that be? Know, a horror movie, <laughs> funny a horror movie, <laughs> a slasher film, and a sexcapade mm. uh, combined. Um, it makes it like uh, like a Waters film, maybe. I don't I don't know. Like yeah. that's maybe that's just what I think of initially, but it, maybe even a little crazier than that. Yeah, like the guy in the bunny costume in the Kubra in uh, the Shining. Yeah, totally. In, the, in Room Three Hundred. Yeah, yeah. that's the party he's like, having. Yeah, yeah, that guy hangs out at Bob. Yeah, Barbara. he hangs out there. <laughs> <He> does, <laughs> that's his. When he's not killing his children. And <laughs> yeah, all that, like all that David stuff. Lynch hangs out there. You know, he's got to relax sometime. You know, I mean, he can't. He can't <laughs> Always be killing. Having sex in his bunny outfit <laughs> in the hotel. It's like a load off tonight and party. Exactly. Um, well, uh, how did you... So I know that you... We, let's go back to like when you started in, in you know, what you're doing, which is... I don't know. Did you start in high school? Were you in theater? Were you a musical theater chick? Were you like... Uh, were you just writing like, you know, sad <laughs> poetry? Death poetry? Were you like carving shit into your arm? Were you... I do that now. Yeah, yeah. I did that last week. Uh, when you don't have something to jot your lyrics down, you're <laughs> just like zap. Yeah. I'm just like a never recovered goth girl. But yeah, I was a theater chick. 
I was a nerdy theater chick what's and I the, wrote like, poetry. Cool it, what's the coolest, like, do you, do you still love musical theater or, or no? Or did you not I like? I gotta tell you. You were more theater. I was more theater and poetry. I gotta yeah. tell you, I don't even really like it. I saw, I saw oh. Book of Mormon, which is supposed to be the best. I'm probably going to get slaughtered for saying this. Oh, the phone's ringing off, but yeah. I didn't. Because you know why? The tickets, Call it now. The tickets were so expensive yeah. for Book of Mormon. And so I was like, I was like, this is it. I, I was kind of like, I, I wanted dinner and like an orgasm. <laughs> I felt like for the price, the one should be between two things while I'm watching. You know what I mean? Sorry, Mom. Call it now. A, you, know I mean? you have a laugh quota where you're like, I want five laughs per minute because exactly. these tickets cost me $300. Yeah. I should have. I should have. I felt like I was just like, the show can never live up to the price. Oh, yeah. I was like, I'm disappointed. Yeah. I, I'm coming in disappointed. I guess it depends. I don't know. I, I mean, I loved Book of Mormon, so I'm not gonna. I, I, no one needs to call it in. But until. we got our. We also got our tickets super cheap. Yeah, we got we got something <laughs> so our, some deal. Our expectation. Yeah, we met some dude right outside the ticket, and he's like, "Oh, it's gonna whatever." Is that what happened? Yeah, remember, Pappy called us. Oh, that's right. And he's right. like, "Oh, I got a friend. He's hanging out by the box office. You can get your tickets half oh, price or whatever." Oh, see, that's how it goes down in yeah. New York City. You so know, we were like, "Oh, the bar is set so friend. low. Yeah, <laughs> if, I, if I laugh once during this flop, it's gonna be a great deal." <laughs> <laughs> talking about that before we started the show like i'm super comfortable because we're in a basement yeah I, I posted some pictures so it's where oh, kelly and i it are is. used to it's a, it's a beautiful glass it is, it is. uh oh, uh -oh. oh i'll bet you a hundred dollars oh. is fenris <gasps> oh thank you for calling mockumental who am i speaking with this is Susie Cho. Hi, Hi Susie Cho. You're Hi. not Fenris. That's a, it's a, that's a, we can all breathe a sigh of relief. We're all, Susie is a great actress, actually. She's a friend of mine with a... She's come to your shows. Before. She's come to shows. And she has a theater company, Full Spectrum Theater Company, which is all about diversity casting. Oh, which yeah. Which is really cool. I know what you're talking about. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. I've, uh, I've heard much, uh, much ado about Susie Cho. Yeah, Susie Cho. How are you, Susie? I'm good. I'm good. I'm, it's funny. I'm listening to the radio show and then like listening to you guys on the phone. So I'm. Oh yeah. Turn on. Turn down the. Turn down the. Turn the radio show. down. Yeah, I had yeah. to move to the. I'm. I'm speaking from my bathroom now. I had to move to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Fun. Take a dump while you talk to us. <laughs> I'm hearing Save time. time. Save time. Yes. How no How did you guys meet? How How did you meet Lauren? Did you You know it, Did you meet her Lauren? in a bathroom? Which would make sense to me. <laughs> We were very. We, we ended up in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how it's I think always, we did a show together, down. right? Top we girls. Did, but, but but before that, we were actually in an acting class together. Oh. Yeah. And, and then the girls from the acting class got together and did a show, and that's how we ended up doing okay. Top Girls. Yeah. What's t which it sounds like a sexy, dirty show, and a lot of guys came thinking <laughs> yeah. it was going to be something it really <laughs> no, that's wasn't. Top girls. girls. Yeah, that so was like, they, came, they were so disappointed. Yeah. They were really wanting smut. They were like, "You were at Book of Mormon." <laughs> they were. They were like, "This is it. No boobies. <laughs> no nope, nothing between my legs." <laughs> <laughs> it was the opposite, though. It was exactly. about career women. I, I know the yeah. show. Yeah, it's, I, show. It, it's a. It's a. Yeah. Um, so you. So you guys. So then you started your um, theater company. Would you guys, would you guys work together again? Do you think? Do you think that could happen? Is that something that could? I would love to table? work with Lauren again. I would think. I think. Um, I think about her mu music all the time, and think about how I could 
put it in a show. Into a potential show. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a very, for, for someone who doesn't like musical theater, it's got a very musical theater sort of feel it's to it. It's very theatrical. It's very theatrical. Uh, maybe Tell along more of the lines of, uh, of maybe theatrical rock, but. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, sure. it, it's definitely got that sassy act it out uh, or add to the drama. Yeah, she's got a she's got a strong point of view. She tells a story. It's very theatrical. Oh, she's meow 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 meow. I'm preening. I do love Hedvig and the Angry Inch. Though. Oh yeah. I feel like I I actually have a fantasy about taking some of my songs from my arsenal and turning it into something like that. Yeah. Maybe Susie and I could work together yeah. on that. Way. That would be yeah. awesome. Yeah, I mean, we—that's uh, what Kill the Band did. When I—that's how I started Kill the Band—is we we did like a kind of a Hedwig sort of musical, and by using my, my music, I mean it's it's a really I think it'd be a really good option for you to sort of make something theatrical because you are so theatrical too when you play. <laughs> you know, yeah, I can't help and sure. I hate myself too. That's probably why I don't <laughs> like musical <laughs> so theater. I'm very you hate yourself. Part of me, you know what I mean? Don't <laughs> all people? Oh, you and love I love yourself. myself. Both, both, both. Yeah, you're the yin and yang. That's right, man. The yeah. alpha and the mega. She's going to start chanting like over Jesus. here. Um, do you have a, a question you'd like to ask Lauren here? Or did you just want to? I wanna... do have a question. Yay. Yay. So, so this is actually, um, Lauren has a song that my boyfriend John loves called John. <laughs> and every time she sings it, he is convinced that he she is talking to him. I'm like, no, sweetheart, I don't think she's talking about you. But I have <laughs> I've It's a pretty it's a pretty serious them. song. The, those allegations are <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It is about him. Um it's a really fun song, but I just have always been curious what was the you know how did that what was the origin of the song? What did it oh. what what inspired it? Where did it, where did it come from? I love this Behind question. Behind music with Lauren O'Brien. You know, I what, and then we, can, then we can settle this with John. Once yeah, <laughs> this is so exciting because you know what? Does this happen with you, Kelly? Whenever I write something, I have this whole fantasy about like then people ask me what was really underneath this and about this chord, and they really want to know. And then I'm, I'm like, usually like, John. I have no idea. Each one storytellers. But whenever I write. I, the process for me is usually there's some seed of something real that's happening in seed my life. Truth. Some seed, like something like spark something, and then there's something imaginary or inspired by something else, and yeah. then I take the whole thing and I magnify it so that's a thousand times bigger and yeah. cooler. So, so, you're, so, so you're a liar. <laughs> I am, I, definitely. But there was a guy that I liked that had a girlfriend. There was a guy that I liked, so, but I and I had this whole fantasy about him. And uh, I kept building it up and up and Do up I and up. Do I know him? And I was, yeah. But oh, my God, everybody knows him. Everybody knows him. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And, well, I ended up winning anyway. I got, I shouldn't, I see, I was so worried about saying this stuff. But, yeah, there was a guy I liked. He had a girlfriend. And then I he loved the play. The show, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> then I loved the play The Crucible. Yeah. And you know the whole thing, right. Abigail's in love with John Proctor, oh. and he's married, and they get together, and then she casts spells and, like, kills the wife and sends everyone to the gallows. Oh. And I would love to have what that kind death. of power, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I wrote a song, like, with her as a character. You have to. You, have I, you know what? I love that. And I think that's so, that John's going to love that story, too, because that's actually his favorite play. Oh, cool. Oh. So it is so sort of in a roundabout way for John. It is, It definitely. just happened to not be exactly about him, but it's for him. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, I'm so glad to know the backstory to that, Lauren, because I've always been curious about it. And then after, you know, a gig, just there's always, like, so much excitement about, like, you just played a gig, you just came off the stage, 
and um, nice. a training this again. Way you get the real, this way you get the real deal. Yeah. Behind now, the scenes. Now we're getting the real deal. It's probably right. even one more layer to it that she can't say on the radio. That she'll be mm. like, oh, by the way, Susie. <laughs> Then also, I really did kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I've already said too much. <laughs> oh, but there, yeah, it's true. I took, yeah, there's a lot of witchy stuff around. Witchy it's woman. not, you She's know, a witchy there's woman. a lot of spirits. People get hurt when they cross me. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Let that be a lesson to you. Uh, thanks, Susie, for calling. When, when you, do, you have anything, really... do you have anything coming up that we can see, that we can go see? Um, I'm working on a reading series, which we're going to be putting up in the fall. Cool. Um, uh, we're going to be choosing, we're going to have three original plays written by playwrights of color. Yay. And these will be stories that have nothing to do with being a, a person of color. They're just going to be regular modern American stories. So we'll be, um, and we'll be casting that with a full diverse cast. So that'll be going up in September, October, and November. And where are you guys going to do that? Um, that's to be determined, TBD. but probably somewhere TBD. in the town. TBD. Uh, well, where can we find you guys online, at least? Uh, www. Mm-hmm. Fullspectrumtheater.com. Fullspectrumtheater.com. So go check that out and uh, see what they have coming up in the fall. And thank you, Susie, for calling. We love you. Yeah, thank, thank you. I love you guys, too. I I'm love you. Have a good night. I love you, Lauren. Good night. Good night. So do you, like, when you... When you think about like jot and like does is that one of the ones that has more layers to it or do they do you think they all have like so much stuff going on in each of them or is there just one is just like that throwaway song that's really just you know about what it's about and or do they all have kind they're of all multi they're like <laughs> diamonds with multi layers well let's see it takes years and years all my children and you can't can you choose between them like your children I, well yeah. it's funny just one song comes to mind on the Panic album that I wrote with Matt. Fisher, the these dark thoughts, and just the most of the song is I hate myself and I wish I was dead, <laughs> and it's about that. But then I actually rewrote the end when I do it live now about uh, now suddenly I love myself well, and that, I wish I was alive. I would, well, yeah, I'm like, oh, don't kill yourself. No, it's like suddenly something cool happens and I feel this love for me. Suddenly I find myself smiling. So I like have Susie that calls in. Susie calls, and then I feel really good. It's yeah. true. Yeah, a lot of a lot of my stuff has that push pull in it. Does everyone have that, or do I have more darkness and light? Uh, I feel like I, I'm I always like, like pushing exa- down. I have a lot, a lot of exaggeration of push pull. Like I think you, you know, you you can see the the very dark and very light stuff in you know in your songs. So maybe whereas it's not so obvious in other, uh, you you definitely like it to be sort of out there and. It- it's fun, in right? Your, in your face. It's fun. Like I do it's, yet. It's a blast. Your music <laughs> is a blast. You have a you have a blast doing it. Yes. You have you worked with a lot of different people. Like who you right now you're working with uh, Paul. Yeah, who, Paul and Matt. Yeah, Paul and Matt. And uh and you just did a new song, uh, which is uh which we had talked about <clears throat> sort of we threw around furry furries. Well it was sort of we decided just to write a series of holiday songs and there's a little character about it Connie Constant Holiday Constant Holiday which Con- is a great name for Connie uh, Holidays yeah who just can't wait for the next holiday <sighs> and uh sort of on a dare so we so we wrote a song called Don't Get Me That for Christmas I Don't Want It which you'll hear during the holiday season Pass Me Another Pint you cunt. Pass me another pint. <laughs> uh, you can say you cunt. Pass me another pint you cunt. Uh-huh. So we wrote which that which is a great song too. And uh, we wrote a song of Vampire Holiday for yeah. Halloween. Nice. And then we have uh, we have furries for Easter because 
you know like and there's now there's so many holidays too you know you find that whether hallmark has created them or not i mean you could literally every single day of the year have a song come out that's exciting for for a holiday we'll stay busy um it's sort of got this really live feel to it uh I kind of, that's oh, why yeah, I, it's unmastered. I think it's just very raw. It's very raw. And so I'm going to play it as though you're playing it here in the studio. Uh, I have to figure out. I, I've got so many. Oh. Wait, what, what, honey? And then I was actually excited about your question because, again, oh, I love getting at the question about how did I start doing what I'm doing? Oh, yeah. Because I because so can, I, can get, I answer that first? That. Yeah, I'm excited because I was an actress. And yeah. I did some out of t- an actress, an actress, and I did regional theater. I did some tours. I was in an amazing avant-garde theater company, Terra Incognita, cool. which I love. Yeah. But then I started feeling like there's something else. There's something else. And I have something I want to say. Polina Klimovitskaya was the amazing director, but it was very much hers. And I wanted, you know, I have a lot to say. I wanted to say my own stuff, and I was really like tortured about it. And then I left to like find myself. Mm. And I and, uh, and when was that? What like went around when? Like. Two years ago, yeah. <laughs> you're so full of shit. Probably, was, you can't. It you was. <laughs> you can't like, throw off the timeline. Something doesn't everybody. drive here. So that was like a year and a half. No, that was uh, that was probably like nine years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I started doing poetry, and I also I do practice Buddhism. Yeah. And they the cool thing about the Buddhism is that it's not some schools of Buddhism say you have to detach yourself from society and clear your mind of everything and and not have any desire in order to be happy and And you're like i don't buy that shit i I can't do it i want too many things (laughs) and the only reason i could do this is because they say earthly desires are enlightenment the sufferings of birth and death are nirvana chant towards what you want so i had gone to this buddhist conference and they talked about chanting to fulfill your greatest mission and dream so i started chanting that and i started doing poetry and then secretly i was like I want to be in music and I didn't really have any musical background. So it was, I was like, I was like, I want to be like in rock music. I started secretly chanting and then I met actually an amazing, I started doing poetry and doing open mics and I met an incredible producer named Mark Godwin. I started writing lyrics for his bands and then I was in one of them as a poet. And we actually did, we did a few songs together. We did a demo and then when that lost its funding, I had the bug and then I started learning guitar. Yeah, You can't get rid of it once you got it. And then with uh, magically, th- with I met people with the temp jobs I was doing who were musicians, and we started writing together. Right. So that started the whole right. journey. Yeah. And was Matt Fisher your first like official writing partner, or no? Well, first it was Mark Godwin and Janice Robinson. With it, I've been very polyamorous. Yes. I've I've had a lot you of practice love. what you preach. You know, baby. Man, you've been a lot of love. And then Bob D. She gets incredible. around. People. I do. There's a lot. There's a lot of people to to like share music. Yeah, with. it's true. And Bob D. And then Gary Picard. Yeah. I, I co-wrote um, Inconsequential Dream with Gary P- Picard, Sal Trezari, and Ted Wellens. So wow. we all worked together with that. And then um, Matt Fisher and I co-wrote Panic, and Mitch right. DeStefano and I co-wrote Devil's Girlfriend, and Paul. Paul Jablonski, Paul Anthony, Paul Jablonski is his real name. I just outed you. <laughs> Paul, Paul Anthony oh, no. and I, Paul Anthony and Everybody I are knows. co-writing the holiday Find him song. on Facebook. <laughs> Paul <laughs> Anthony. He's Paul Anthony on Facebook. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a great music project, the Paul Anthony bit. He's yeah. playing everywhere. Oh my gosh, this guy, I tell you, I don't even know how he's time for anything. <laughs> he he just does gigs. Yeah. He sleeps he's, backstage he and then he's got a next gigs. gigs in the morning. Yep. So, But he's doing great. 
you could see him at Scallywags every Saturday night. Yeah. If you and, or it, just anywhere, anywhere. Ever, <laughs> any night. You and know? he's got something every night. Yeah, seriously. So. Um and you can see him with Lauren O'Brien oh, uh true. often. Yeah. They play together. And in fact you're you're about to do like uh some tour spots. Um let's let's just quick you do you have your dates around yeah why, why don't we say what your dates are because lauren it will be touring uh popping around <laughs> the united states <laughs> and it is very popping around tour i i'm doing all the nobody says myself. it has to be back to back on the day days <laughs> you know like, what I mean? just because like, you spread it over uh, out over like three months and you go every couple of weeks doesn't mean it's not a tour it, oh good it's i'm gonna get one of those t-shirts made yeah. for the end of the year because i have no idea it's like the jackson pog tour i just sort of i'm like maybe we should go to boston yeah. and then i like call I've always wanted places. to go to dc yeah, yeah. it's true <laughs> yeah i haven't been there in a while I'll, and then there happens to be a protest yeah we're gonna be oh, perfect oh well, well yeah, well, I'm going to be at Sidewalk Cafe tomorrow night as uh, David Tanner and Kip Elbaum put right. together a fundraiser show for the April Ann Accuries Scholarship Benefit. And she Sweet. was a young woman who passed away said, 11 years ago, and they have a scholarship in her name. So that's tomorrow at Sidewalk Cafe in New York. What time do you go on tomorrow night? <clears throat> at 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. Yeah, it's a and good then, time. And then Brooklyn's part of my tour. I'll be in Brooklyn on BK, the 27th. Yeah. That's right, at Strong Place in Brooklyn. Then we're going to D.C. on the 28th, and we're going to be at the Electric Maid. It starts at 7 p.m. Then May 2nd, I'm doing tapioca. May 7th, we have our round rockin'. I know. I can't Zyvok. believe you're doing tapioca. Uh, I, I was supposed to do it last month, and it just didn't work out, but I'm going to do June. And I was like, ah, oh, your month looks so great. Not that the other month. I don't. I actually don't even know who's doing June. But, like, your month looks amazing. There's some great – there's a bunch of great artists on your uh, on tapioca that night, I noticed. So. Yeah, it's going to be a fun one. And then I'll be at the Seaside Festival on May 20th. Then in June – I'm going to be at the Juggling Gypsy in North Carolina, which looks like the fucking badassest Yay. place. You should, like, we should all go there. I feel it's, like I've heard of it before. It's like a cabaret sort of place, right? Wild. Like, you could do, you could go there and juggle fire and, and, you know, do cabaret, do rock. And it's for artists, by artists. And they're just, the. it's a Bash the Entertainer books there. And yeah. he's... Just one of the most like loving bookers I've ever met. Oh, nice. He's like, he's like, we're gonna get your stuff out there, and we'll get the local acts to support you. And Aww. we were passing out flyers, and so oh, that's June sixth. So and, and then on June 9th for Pride Week, I'm gonna be back in Boston at Club Cafe, which is also one of the most fucking Boston. Boston. Mm-hmm. I love, I love Boston, and I love Club Cafe. You would love, yeah. this fucking and I love place. Boston too. Yeah. And I love gay men. Yeah, I, do I really too. do. Like, I do too. and I get to be like, you know, we could go all over the top with the boas and the clothes and the costumes and the yeah. nails and the bustiers, just like be as fabulous. Yes. So that's my exciting lineup right now. And Boston is, uh, you know, it appears to be this sort of conservative town, but then they uh oh. Thank you for calling Mockumental. Can you turn down your radio? <laughs> Hi. Hi. Who, who am I speaking with? It's Marina. Hi, Hi Marina. <laughs> you have this such a cute voice on the phone. We love you. <laughs> I've never called in to like a radio First show time before. First time ever. virginity. You and Kelly are like my first for everything I mm. think. And these, uh, so we have to drink twice for that uh, if we had a dollar for everyone who told us that i know <laughs> for their true first that. time we'd have true that we'd have a few dollars 
How's, <laughs> how's your Friday night, working. Marina? What's going on with you? I'm just, I'm having so much fun listening to you two. Oh, and yay, I wasn't we sure are I wanted to call in, so I thought I'd call we were going to we, we do fake lines of cocaine all night, but we, we decided we have enough energy as it is. But fake lines <laughs> of cocaine can be just as fun as real ones. Yeah. Because we've done both. Yeah, fake and real. <laughs> and that time in Philly, Marina, I wish you were there. Uh, yeah. We were doing fake lines of coke, but God, everyone I around us. We were pretending sugar was, yeah. But we were so high. Yeah. The people in that hotel, they would think that we were high. We were so annoying. There's video on Instagram of it someplace. It wasn't even a hotel. It was like a B&B, and it was like this cute little quaint, like, where, like, the walls were, like, paper thin, and it was built in, like, 1809, and it was just... Just like we were jumping on the bed <laughs> and then we were pretending to snort lines of sugar, which was pretend cocaine, and then screaming, laughing like it was the most hilarious thing. It was, it was like we were teenagers for the night or something. I don't know what was going on. I'm telling squeaking. you, part of it is that it was Philly. It was Philly, the ghosts, and that hotel. I sure it had ghosts. It had all those pictures of yeah. people from the 1700s. It was weird. It was them. They got down with us. <laughs> they, got to, they snorted <laughs> fake cocaine, too. The ghosts did. But I'm gonna. I feel like I, it's part of my mission in the world to like bring fake drugs because I feel like people. A lot of people get fucked up doing too many drugs. Yeah. But fake ones can be just as fun. Yeah. It's more like a change in it's your the energy, that your consciousness. That you yeah. know what I mean? Like, because we just decided we're gonna be free. That's what's yeah. gonna, we're gonna just do whatever. <laughs> Next time we're shooting fake heroin, man. <laughs> Uh, Marina, what's you have a question for Miss Lauren O'Brien, or would do you have a comment, or do you just want to say that you, this is your first time calling in, and we should we should be all in? Well, and it, it won't be my last because you, ah. it, it's just your show is so entertaining. I'm it having is. a really nice Friday night. It's all about the night. guest. It's all about guest. Um, and the guest tonight is course. something else. And I'm just after that story because I saw the pictures and I didn't. I knew you had a fun oh, time, but I didn't know how fun. Stuff. And I'm just now curious if, Lauren, did you write a song or did anything inspire you after that to write yeah. something? We really should write a song about it. Mm-hmm. But I do have that song I want to call. Oh, it, this reminds when uh, a similar experience, I played at the Joy of Hemp Festival and my friend, friend Fred Isozaki was the designated driver. Of course, I always have a designated driver. <laughs> so when I, And when I was there, they were like, oh, and what's not that? even because you're drunk or doing drugs, just because <laughs> I you, know, you can't drive. But then, <laughs> when I was there, they were like, you know, oh, she what? should become a designated driver. This is, her, <laughs> this is her calling in life and she refuses to answer the I call. I got to take some driving classes and some therapy, mom. I'm going to just go ahead and blame you if you're listening because you, she, when she was teaching me to drive, she'd scream and stuff. And uh, I got I have PTSD from that. Uh, but when I was at the Joy of Hemp Festival, then someone was like, want to do some like, uh, what is it? Compressed shrooms? Yeah. Wanna do like, so I was like, compressed? Or what, what, is, what, what is it called? It was like a pill. It was like a pill. It wasn't oh. a shroom. It was a pill. And I was like, mm, they were like, it's free. And I was like, well, if it's free. Like processed mushrooms? It was, like, yeah, it was like mushrooms in a shroom, like, in a pill form. So really? you just take the blue pill. Take the blue pill. And so I took the blue pill. And man, I felt it go into my brain, man. Yeah. I felt everything. I remember Jeez. you called me. And I called you. <laughs> and I was like, Kelly, I'm tripping so hard. And I had so much fun. It was a blast. And like, I hung out with the organizers and we were in that hotel room. And I played. I was like, yeah, I'm playing guitar so badass for everybody. And I, remember, I was like, felt like such a rock star. I was like, yeah. But then I started 
that song I want to call you when I get re- really high. Oh yeah. And I started that, and then I brought it to Mitch, and Mitch to Steph and I finished that together. I actually but have that on my list of songs to play. Oh too. cool. Yeah. So, so yeah, that came out of that. But Kelly, we should write one about the. I know. You know what? I think fake cocaine. It's going to be a new song. I and have. Maybe well, I have a song <laughs> called Free Cocaine, but not That's fake. Awesome. I don't have one called Fake Cocaine. So I feel, and I feel like there's not enough songs written about cocaine. There's you know? not. Oh uh, yeah, and, I and it's that like song. love songs. There's not enough songs written about love. There's not enough songs written about write, cocaine. I wrote that song. I want coke. Yeah. With Kelsey about. <laughs> Because there was that one night, I, was, I wasn't doing cocaine, but I was surrounded by people. I, like, my friend was driving, and there was this guy just literally in the side of the road, curled up in a ball. And we were like, are you okay, man? And he was like, yeah. And then he wiped his nose. Wait, what was all, he again? He was like, <laughs> and then he wiped it. He had all this powder just coming out of his nose. Damn, he's wasting all that he was cocaine. Wasting, he was. We, you scraped it up with a credit card and just licked it. Oh, that's so <laughs> disgusting. And then he was like, I'm fine. So, but, you know, I'm fine now that I put and that cocaine was, back in my nose. And I was just sitting at the bar, not drinking, and this guy comes up to me and he's like, "Want this half drink and drink?" He's like, "Take it if you could tell me where I could find cocaine." He's like, "I need coke, I need coke." And then he's like, "Don't, don't trust it's the me." The chorus man. for the song. Yeah, it wasn't. He was like, he was like, he was like, "Listen, don't trust me though." And he's like, "I'll break your heart." Man. He was like, literally telling me, like, "He's like, I'll break your heart, I'll break your heart." And he was like shaking. I was like, "Wow, I don't so think that. you're gonna get that far, that close to my heart, bro." <laughs> Uh, don't worry, you won't break my heart. Actually, your heart might pop out of your chest in a second, but my heart's gonna be fine. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, that drug inspired songs. I mean, yeah, man. I like that title. That's which one? I want coke or fake cocaine or yeah, fake I want to call you when I get really high. Or a guy on the side of the road balled up. In a- Maybe we could start a business, like a fake cocaine business with like, and Craig has a great business mind. Craig and Kelly both I could, do. I could productize the shit out of that. Yeah, you know what I mean? It would be an empty box, but it'd be like fake cocaine. It's like a pet rock, you know? Totally, totally. Like, oh, five dollars? What a great deal for fake, for cocaine or fake cocaine. Doesn't Let's matter. do it, man. And then we could have like a video of Kelly and I and Marina jumping up and down on the beds and like doing the fake cocaine so it could be a whole product right, like a video right. some pictures like, I, don't know, yeah. I don't know if I'm into that here's what you do maybe I'll maybe Marina will shoot the whole thing you know she's gonna wait until the heroin the fake heroin comes out Ooh. and then she's like I'm on there's board there's a whole line of drugs that can come yeah. out of yeah, the fake drugs. Yeah. yeah, the fake drugs are the best and, drugs. And then um, we also will, like, save the country. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just, just, yeah. just, uh, or ruin it. <laughs> Either way, we get rich. Well, good question, Marina. That's, uh, I feel like that was, uh, we weren't really went off on that. We did. We I could don't go even know all if night. she ever got a question really in. <laughs> like, we just sort of, like, steamrolled through. We could talk about this for the whole next hour. We could. We could talk about we the could. possibilities. And, I, and, and it was funny because uh, Lauren was like, should we for, should we do the fake cocaine throughout the show? And I was like, oh, I don't know. We just got our, uh, the radio station just got its, um, uh, what is it called? Oh, it's like not-for-profit non, not for profit. license yeah. or something. license, and, you know, it's kind of a big deal. And I'm like, I don't know if, like, we should be, like, pretending like we're doing cocaine. Although, we're just pretending. We are so pretending. Yeah. Like, why, why can't and we? You could say it's fake and free. It's fake and <laughs> so, free, baby. Not-for-profit. Don't worry about it. Just it's like free. this show, you're listening to Mockumental <laughs> on Radio Free Brooklyn. Marina has called in. Thank you so much for calling in, darling. It's so nice to hear your How voices. are you doing? When are we going to see your face again? Hopefully soon. I'm going to be traveling a little bit. So oh, where are you going? After that. I'm jealous. I'm going to Ireland. <gasps> Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Your cheerleaders um, are here. Do not. Do and not don't you, fear. aren't you managing a show on Saturday oh. night? 
Or isn't there a special show that well, you're involved in? Well, a friend of mine is actually, a friend of a friend of mine is performing um, at this really great place. It's called Awan for the Arts. And um, it's, they focus a lot on Middle Eastern culture. And um, this artist na- is named Hassan Hachmoun. And um, I've just heard a little bit of his work, but he's really, really great. And so, yeah, that shows at 8 o'clock. That's tomorrow night? Um, and it's tomorrow night, yeah. At 8? At, where is it at? It's called Alwan for the Arts. Oh, okay. And um, it's at 16 Beaver Place downtown. Yeah, it is. Beaver Place. <laughs> <laughs> you had to know that was coming. Come on. But at least no one could forget the address. They're like, oh, no, I know. It's definitely at 16 Beaver Place. Pussy Beaver. What is, I forget what it's called. <laughs> Ball fur, scrotum. Fur burger. Uh, fur. <laughs> fur burger. <laughs> That's a new, there's another shell. song. Another song. <laughs> Whoever writes a fur right. burger song. <laughs> no, we don't mean to make light, but uh, we do. I mean, that's what we're doing here. So thanks for calling in, Marina. It was great to talk to you. Have fun tomorrow night. Thank you. Enjoy the show. Um, you too, Lauren. I know you're performing tomorrow, so I know you're She's at Sidewalk show. Cafe at 8 o'clock. Yay! Yeah. But maybe we'll after party. Earl Ball you know what Tanner, I mean? Man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, lady. Thank you for calling okay. in. We love you. Bye. Love you. Give Bye. a Bye. big hug, group hug. Me. That's. Uh, we're coming. We're actually at the nine oh one. At the nine oh one hour. Hi. Welcome to Mockumental. Uh, we're at the nine o'clock witching hour. Oh, you know what I really want? Okay. I'm going to out Mount Fisher. I'm sure he won't uh, mind. Mount Fisher or I'm Matt, Matt Fisher? Matt, Matt, well, I don't know. It depends uh, who you uh, ask. You Mount, know what Fisher. I mean? Mount Fisher. Matt Fisher. Yeah. Who's playing with me tomorrow. Oh, he is. We were talking. Yeah, and he's been, um, he's developing. He gets around, too. He gets around. He's a, but he does guitar lessons, and he's doing oh, some yeah. online guitar lessons, and oh, he's developing cool. this business and being really cool. badass. So you could reach out to Matt Fisher. If he's awesome Matt guitar Fisher. player. MattFisher.com. But uh, he was telling me, he was like, he sure. was telling me he was listening to Tony Robbins for, like, the inspiration. Ah. You know what I mean? And I was like, I was like, I was like, that loser. Or what? And, ah. then, and then so I started listening to Tony ah. Robbins, and I'm all fucking inspired and stuff. Ah. And I'm like, I could do that. Like, I could solve someone's problem. So then I had this whole fantasy. I was like, maybe someone will ask me a question, and I'll have, like, this insight and, like, yeah. change their life. Call in know if you have if you have some like if you want a little uh, Lauren therapy. Yeah, I want to try. Um, I she's gonna try. she's gonna give it a shot. So I've listened to Tony Robbins. I should do it well. She, she has a secondhand knowledge of solving people's nothing, problems. She has, I don't think she has zero uh, credentials. She watched five minutes of Tony Robbins and she's ready I'm to take ready your call. I can really. He breathes. I know you're supposed to breathe, and then your physiology. My, my friend Lauren. Wait, didn't Lauren Mall do that? She she or who oh, was yeah, it she, that? Um, I. Th- yeah, she she, her, she right? solved problems. Yeah, yeah she was a problem solver. I guess Lauren <laughs> Lauren's just come in and they're just like, I can solve all your problems. My name's Lauren. I'm gonna She's solve your problem. She's a witch. Lauren is a witch. Ooh, that's um, cool. So she, I think that was where she was coming I from. I like witches. Um, but I did want to play uh, since we're here the this furry song that we were talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we just had Easter and uh, it's this album is is being made uh, throughout the year and it's called Constant Holiday. Uh, and it's got Paul Anthony uh, doing all sorts of fun, recording the album yeah. and playing on it. And uh, let's, I'm going to play it. Would you like to scritch with me? I know we just met, but you were so lovely. Just relax, obtain my story. I always knew deep inside I was a bunny. It started out when I got my Easter basket. I hopped 
choice between a box and a banker. I take the fluffy tail and paste to the wanker. If you are a fairy, won't bat an eye. Mostly because I got plastic circles for eyes. Like Christ, returns then rising from the grave. I feel this means I must be born again in a fancy suit with a fluffy bunny head. Furries for Easter, furries for Easter. Had a plushie, her name was Muffy. Always embraced me, arms all fluffy. So pure when they're stuffy So I had a dream What could it be like? A long fur whiskered furry disguise A cotton tail and heart-shaped eyes I'm at the convention in Chicago A pile up of doggies all aglow Ponies are just gaming Bears are doing blow Wolf is dropping acid and watching the show I'm just groovy, fancy, but comfy People call freaks, but this is my family Like Christ, return You when I get really high. I wanna call you when I'm losing my mind. I wanna call you when I'm tripping like this. To say the things that I'll never admit. Cherry told me that the ride's really smooth. I go on it cause it's something to do. The room is flashy and these people are cool. The crowd is focused on me, but, but I'm thinking of you. Cause I Wanna call you when I get really high. I wanna call you when I'm losing my mind. I wanna call you, but look at the time. We're all together, Beck is laughing like sin. 
Rolled up towels, password to get in. Kitchen counter becomes a dance floor. I love the crazy rhythm, but I love you more. And it pulls me, come join us in bed. Silky sheets and 500 count thread. One more hit, think of you, this should end. The truth or dare, he grabs my hair, now he wants head. Cause I wanna call you when I get really high. I wanna call you when I'm losing my mind. I wanna call you, but look at the time. I wanna call you when I'm thoroughly baked. Was it the cookies or the brownies I ate? playing furries again um uh we're live in studio with uh, lauren o'brien and uh in order that was furries for easter and i want to call you when i get really high uh two very different songs from two different periods of lauren's life <laughs> Many uh yeah i mean you've had a lot of you've had a lot of transition a lot of uh you know change growth um you know you've come come through done a lot of different things and it's cool that you said you're doing these longer shows where you get to like sort of put it all together yeah. and, and that always feels good um and touring and stuff so uh i feel like uh it'd be a great time for let me just i have to cue it because this isn't one of our newer bits but um this is would you rather, 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 would you rather? Is there going to be a whole would you rather no, song? No, it should be a whole yeah. song. And then and then I'll just ask, like, would you rather questions throughout the song. <laughs> um, this is Would You Rather. It's a new segment here on Mockumental. Uh, everybody knows the game. It's uh, to pick a few questions uh, from the interwebs. I get them. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I make them up. I'm actually really good at making them up. Um, so let's start off with uh, Craig will be playing, too, I hope. His mic is not on, or is it? Is there oh. cash prizes involved? Uh, no cash prizes. <laughs> However, yeah. we are going to start doing um, giveaways on the show for people who call in and stuff. But we're we're kind of figuring out how that's going to work, uh, and we have some like th segments that need to get named, so we'll we'll be giving away stuff for that. But for now. 
here's our first would you rather question. Would you rather? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Greg. Lauren O'Brien. It's very catchy. Mm. Would you uh, when? Uh, I'm on the edge of my seat. Would I, you rather know when you are going to die or how you are going to die? Mm, See, I, th- I, I picked this deep, dark one because I'm dark. Yeah, because you're dark. When, and you talk about death a lot. I'd, yeah, I'd rather know when. And I don't mind it at all. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm looking. I think it's going to be cool. It's going to be an adventure. I'll just leave my body. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know. We always talk about this. We, we, we talked about this on that, on that eight hour, like, fucking <laughs> Philly drive that we accidentally yeah, did. But I think I would rather know how because then I would just be like, I'm not going to do that then. <laughs> I, I just and won't then do live, that and then I'll live. You'll live forever. Yeah. You'll be yeah, like Vampire Kelly. What if it's like you die in the bathtub? You're never going to oh, take a bath come again? On. <laughs> oh, oh, this is bullshit. <laughs> Boo. But why? Way to ruin my life, Craig. Well, you already smell. Yeah, I do probably. <laughs> well, I'm not giving Actually, anything away. Actually, my new, my new, uh, I'm sort of obsessed with is wearing men's deodorant but women's cologne. So I sort of feel like I'm, I'm representing like the male and female, what the androgynous. Here, yeah. come here. I can't even smell you. Here, here. Put but your. They s- are they both under here? Put your nose in my armpit. No, mm. I put. How does it smell, I Craig? Sm- I put the. It smells like. Um, your armpit. Old Spice meets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> your armpit meets old Kelly. <laughs> old Kelly meets old spice. <laughs> they say all that deodorant isn't good, like it causes breast cancer. I know. Well, and sometimes I use the crystal, but by the end of that the day, doesn't work. I do. I have some odor happening. Yeah, just I'm not just gonna like, lie. So I just, you know what? I figure as long as you, I, I'm not, I'm not a big sweater. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know why. I'm just not a big sweater, but um, I still need deodorant. Anyway, that's my thing right now. I'm kind of into deodorant, like male deodorant, men's deodorant, Craig's deodorant, and then um, perfume. Oh, that's why I keep running out. But you kind of smelled the same way, so I think you're into it too, Craig. Um, <laughs> would you rather uh, have sex with a goat? Mm. And no, <laughs> you don't need to finish this. Well, come, oh, come on, come <laughs> on. What could Says be better than that? Party. I mean, that's. You know. How do you top it? Would you rather have you sex? With the do you have to ask? Is my are my headphones on? Oh, sorry. Would you rather have? Oh, there we go. Would you rather have sex with a goat and no one would know, mm. or not have sex with a goat, <laughs> but have everyone think that you did? Uh, either, either one, <laughs> both. either one. Can I choose both? Remember when Matt got dressed up as a goat and you fed him a baba at our show? That's really fun times, man. Fun times. And you liked it. You were like, you know what? I, I think did. I it could be good. a mother. I, I know. You seemed soothing for both of you. No. Both, like, would you, kind would of you rather have sex with a goat or just have everyone think that you had sex with Fenris? <laughs> <laughs> Goat. Exactly the goat. <laughs> Fenris gets around, though. Fenris. Fenris. Uh, I can't believe he hasn't called. I know. he's. You know what? He might be. Uh, my guess is that he's doing a show. He's uh, like the fourth character in this room. He really is. Yeah. He, I should have had. But if I would have had him on the show when you were on the show, then he would have just dominated all. It would have been a like. total. But maybe what I'll do is I'll have you come in, too, that night. And that, would, that would be good. Then we're all together. Keep him in check. And then, Yeah. And then you can just smack him. <laughs> Because I can't reach him from I here. Can, you know, I could keep him in check a little bit. Yes. Ever since he threw up in my sink, I feel like he thinks he owes me. <laughs> uh, it's always got Why does it always got to come to that, though? It's like when he gets yelled at or when he throws oh. up in your sink or when he like pisses off everyone in a venue that sets you the place on care fire. about. He sets the place on fire. Um, when he when he makes you pee outside of his house because oh, his, yeah. his, his toilet doesn't work. That was the best. We we did a show in Philly and, and Matt's being nice, letting us grass at his house. And then we get there and he's like, 
by the way, no running water. <laughs> <laughs> and we had to pee outside. <laughs> and like, no showers. Luckily it was summertime because, you know, I mean, I, I don't mind in the summer, but man, if it was winter and I had to go take a leak outside, I'd be pissed. I would have just peed on his face. <laughs> yeah, he would have. Yeah. He would have been. He would have had no it. complaints. Ah, uh, gross. All right. Would you rather uh, live like a queen but have no friends or family, or be homeless with your friends and family? Do you even have to ask. I I actually <laughs> knew the answer to this. But I knew what you would answer, you, but I just want I just wanted everyone else to hear what your answer is. <laughs> I need I my want friends you- and family around me. <laughs> I'm not going to be homeless, please. <laughs> they can take care of themselves. <laughs> I can't help them if I am homeless. It's true, but you can ne- <laughs> you can never see them again, though. I mean, that would be hard. Of course, I'd send them check. Of course, live like a queen. I mean, is like what is that like exactly? Does that mean limitless financial? <laughs> you could, you have could them do all anything, as many <laughs> as many radio shows as you want. <laughs> all the all radio, the radio shows. shows. Oh, did you know Queen Lauren O'Brien is going to be on the show? But she, you know, she hath no friends and hath no family. That's okay. She bought some nice ones. That's true. You Who know. cares? That's what a queen does, right? You yeah. Know, you don't have any real friends. Does. And last but not least, would you rather pry off your thumbnail with a fork or wedge a toothpick under your toenail and kick a wall? Huh. <laughs> if I had to? Yeah. There's like, you have to. I have to. Yeah. Probably uh, the fork. I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah, just sort of. That would no, be, you have to that's, really pry that. Yeah, to me, though, yeah, that, yeah, that's too wall. much of a direct thing. Yeah. Like if you just kind of put something under your toenail and just kind of close your eyes and uh, turn your head and just kick, it's almost like it's doing it to you. You're not yeah, doing it to yourself. Yeah. It's, it's not us. You really thought that through. Yeah. <laughs> I've been Kelly there, talked yeah. to you about that before. <laughs> Is this something that happened? No, I actually <laughs> did it to him. And I was like, which one hurts okay. worse? She uses bamboo, though. Yeah. Different, not toothpicks. Yeah. Uh, splinters are better with bamboo. Yeah. Uh, that was uh, our new and amazing segment. <laughs> <laughs> That was that was truly t- amazing. Oh, oh wait. Is this yeah. it? Would you rather 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 All right, we get it. <laughs> this is my catchy new song. Uh would you rather <laughs> sweeping the nation. Um well, uh, we, I'd love to hear another uh, live song uh, since we have you in the studio, and that's what we're, we've captured you. We're not letting you go. Basically, <laughs> Yay, I'll stay. we've we've handcuffed her to the chair, and Ooh. she won't leave until we, she plays as many songs as we damn well want but her to. But then I'm tied up. But then I have to. Stay it's her tied le- up. It's her le- okay. ankle that's. Uh, uh, I'll stay here all night. Latched Kelly, to, the to this chair. Leg. Uh, so yeah, any your cho- it's ladies Lauren's lady queen oh. queen Lauren's choice. Oh yay! <laughs> oh, I, oh, oh, I had no idea. I'm a whale. <laughs> Why would you do this the time for me? Uh, and in case you didn't know, Lauren is a whale. I thought that. Would- Why would you do this? Think about my children, Kelly. Now people will try to harpoon me and make a lamp out of my blubber. Why would you tell them that I'm weird? Kelly, Kelly, you know I had to come on land and them. pretend that I'm a human. There's, there's a not human? enough fish. There's not enough fish in the ocean to feed my weird children. That's who I live for. I work three jobs, Craig, in order to buy enough food to feed. Do you know how much whale baby eats? A lot. A lot of food. And then you just outed me. Now they're going to try to harpoon me and make a lamp out of me. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think Kelly and I well, had a couple drinks last uh, <laughs> a certain night. And then, I don't why did I start running around to 
telling you that. I, I don't just, know. It just makes sense. It really makes because sense. Because you couldn't hold it in any longer, <laughs> Lauren. You had to tell me. Somehow. We became close. and you We got close. Yeah. I, and then I was like, I, you should know. And then you just told everybody. <laughs> but we've had a lot of adventures. But I feel like it's it's done nothing but make your queendom uh, even Bigger. better. Yeah. Bigger. <laughs> Fit for a whale. Uh, Remember that one night? We saw Laurie Anderson. I love this story. I was, it made uh, me fall in love with you. Oh, yeah. That we saw Laurie Anderson, and then we were like, we're just going to have some wine, have an early night. And then we ended up at this bar <laughs> with this really douchey we, guy. Then we ate weed cookies and like drank oh, 100 million so glasses of wine. But we ended up in this bar that seemed like it should be in the middle of the Deep South, somehow downtown. <laughs> so and because this, it's weird, random Wall Street area. And then this guy was talking so much shit, and Kelly was so bold, and she was like, <laughs> keep talking to us like that. I'm going to slap the glasses off your face. I kept talking. She gave him another warning. Just keep talking, buddy. I'll slap the glasses up he your face. He was being rude. He was being very rude. He, was he deserved rude it. He was being rude to Lauren and me, and <laughs> he's not very gentlemanly. And all of womankind, yes. really. He was he was wasted. Also. And then she did. She slapped his glasses across his face, uh, off his face, and he was on the floor. Like it was beautiful. Yeah, and they flew, and they flew over behind like the Pac-Man. They fly off his face in slow motion. Yeah, it was it was like it was beautiful. It was, we were like, <gasps> oh, we watched the, and justice. then and then he couldn't find them. It was great. At first, he didn't even know they had like flown off his face. That's how drunk he was. And then secondly, he was like. Then he couldn't find him, and then the the bartender was kind of like, "You guys are amazing." Yeah, he was like, he was like, "You okay, ladies?" Yeah, and then we were all proud. We were like, like ladies. "We don't need you, bartender." And then I punched him in the face. No, where are my glasses? But this is actually. Yeah, he was. It was. It was. Did he do amazing. one of those? <laughs> he, we did. He, he was did. all badass, and then his he lost his glasses, and suddenly he was like, "My glasses." <laughs> And there was that other time. Uh, another time. There's another time. Well, when, like, I had broken, someone broke my heart. Mm. Someone broke my heart. Mm. And then then I went out and had to drink with Kelly and with <laughs> Joe Batari, who's an incredible photographer and yeah, like, theme, theme guy. And and you said you were going to kill him. Yeah. And then Joe said, I'll kill him too. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh And yeah. that man is dead now. Twice. <laughs> you know, Two times over. <laughs> you know, I don't really want. The queen people. hath spoken. <laughs> Yay, I am. But I don't really, like, it just made me feel so loved. Like, I don't really want my friends to hurt people who hurt me, but I want them to, like, say they Wanna will. I want people. them to. You want the threat. I want them. It made, I felt so safe. So then I went home and I. I started this song, All Your Violence Makes Me Feel Loved, and then this is another that Mitch uh, helped me finish and co-write. So this is called All Your Violence Makes Me Feel Loved. If you got the time, please come over tonight. This guy was rough on me, and I need to fight. You'll growl that you kill him cause of everything he's done. You say you will make him pay and you got a gun So keep on talking, maybe tell me everything you did Crazier the better, now I'm falling for you Cause all your violence makes me feel loved All your violence makes me feel loved All your violence can't get enough
you feel some pain. Brooklyn trumps country, oh, you win the game. Yes, of course, you fight for me. And even care. I relax into you, cause I know you will. Keep on talking, maybe tell me everything you'll do. Crazy other better now, I'm falling for you, cause all your violence makes me feel love. Anybody out there has anything they want to say to Lauren? <laughs> I will kill you. Yay! Uh, unless it's a caller who wants to call in and be supportive. <laughs> you can call in at 718-928-9732. Uh, you can request a song. You can uh, ask a, uh, about the background of a, of a song. You can threaten us. Uh, and like I said, I will come after you. And Yay! I will kill you. Uh, we are mockumental. We are here. It's nine twenty-seven, and I think things are going pretty swimmingly well I'm right now. So much I'm fun. having a blast, and I'm I'm having a blast like getting to know more. Actually, just getting to hear all the stories about <laughs> us. That, we've that had a lot of fun. Yeah, we've had a lot of fun. We, we really do. We cause we cause a lot of trouble, and we. Uh, but it's oh, all fake trouble. It's fake. Tr- Remember when you. Uh, we were at that little tiny Thai restaurant in Midtown. It was about the size of the studio, uh, very and small. I the joint. Yeah, and there was there, there was a Kelly needed a joint. You had had you had had an artistic day. Yeah, and you know we just rolled it up. There was a table of tourists, like a little family, mom and dad, two kids from like Minnesota, <laughs> and they were a little disturbed, but 
you know, I needed you to do... roll a joint. I mean, you know, like, what am I going to do? Like, it's not, it's 2000. <laughs> I think at the time it was like 2015 it was or like, something. It was like, I mean, do I really have to go into the bathroom on the back of a toilet and roll a joint? That's I mean, can ridiculous. I just do it on my table? This is re- it's freedom. Can I just yeah. ask those kids to help me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, here, lick this. Lick the sticky part. Lick the and sticky part. That's like Make yourself it. useful. And there were cops across the street, and you were just like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a, a lot of confidence because i'm white um Mm. pretty much but uh uh yeah i think it's like i don't even think they slap you on the wrist anymore for weed i I, it's medicinally is legal here in new york city and um decriminalized it's decriminalized uh so i'll do what i want to do i don't even really smoke weed that much which is so it kind of makes me laugh well yesterday was 420 um all right uh so i did put together for the end of the show there's going to be a little like 420 special uh couple songs um and uh the the song about getting high of course i i added in to today because i was like oh that's fit that fits the 420 bill but um but you well i mean you don't like other than fake drugs you don't really do you're you're sort of like you're high you get high on buddhism that's yeah, what you're that's your on chanting yeah it's been since september 12th 2016 was the last time i had a drink yeah yeah and so- when was when did you start doing uh like when did you start getting into buddhism and you know and all that stuff it's like, been well when i was in college, it was december it was 12 19 <laughs> it was two years ago <laughs> or maybe a little longer it was when i was in college which was bleh, I don't know, two yeah. years ago i started doing yoga and reading about spirituality yeah and then and Tony Robbins. And to- Tony <laughs> Robbins is recent. I wasn't into Tony Robbins. I was like, you graduated out of Tony that. Robbins. You're like Buddhism, and now Tony Robbins. Yeah, I guess it feels like it should be yeah. the other way around. Yeah. But um, I remember I'd just come to New York, and I was acting, which meant I was tempting, temping. I was yeah. doing a temp job. Yeah. And there was this beautiful woman there who just glowed, and I was she really wore like you know loose clothing oh, and. <laughs> Not exa- yeah, yeah, she was she, not exactly like that, but she had this some yeah like that like that there was like her aura was yeah. it was just like oh she was like an angel and I just wanted to be around her yeah and so I just w- hung around her and then she started talking about she was oh and I had been list- reading about lucid dreams and oh, having yeah. lucid dreams I started becoming conscious in my dreams Ooh. and then you could control them and so I was like I want to fly so I did flying I had flying lessons I wasn't great at it. Not gonna lie, I'd get scared. <laughs> and then I was like, I'm gonna you can't manifest. even drive. Lauren. I know you, but it was a dream, so I was like, I can drive a car. <laughs> then I was like, I want an apple and I can manifest. So I was doing that. And uh, the woman told me that she practices Buddhism. And I said, I'm so interested. And she said, When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Yeah. And then we went to this. Buddhist Center on 15th Street, the yeah. SGI Buddhist Center, and I chanted Nam Myoho Renge Kyo three times, and I was attracted to it, but I, but I was also like, I don't want to get involved in a cult. Yeah. You know what I mean? And <laughs> and it was different from what it's I not thought. Scientology, you know what I, mean? I was it like, it was different bit. from what I thought Buddhism would be. There were people in like normal clothes sitting in chairs, and where were the monks? And Right. But she told me, <laughs> it's try. Just all of a facade. Yeah, it was Bullshit. like, mm. but she said, try an experiment where you chant a few minutes in the morning, a few minutes at night. And this was the part that got me because. I like stuff. She said, try chanting for something you want. A few minutes morning, a few minutes at night. Uh, I, I, I was like, I I'll things. do that. Yeah. And I chanted for an acting job, which is like one of the hardest things in the world to have. Yeah. And two weeks later, I got a national tour. Sometimes I'll chant with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I'll just sit with you and like 
Yeah, before a show, Listen I'll to you sing. chant, you know. We but, always do legs up the wall. And... Oh, yeah, that's we'll do some mini yoga. Yeah. But one of the funnest chanting experiences, I think I've told you about this, that Gary Picard, who worked on Inconsequential Dream with me, was supposed to do a show with me in, in Manhattan. And he gets upset when I tell this story because he's very reliable. But there was this one show. He got a very high-paying offer, and he had to take it. And yeah. It was two weeks before the show, he told me. And so I was like, it's all fine. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, and he was like, oh, I'll you manifest me another one. I did. You. I did. And I got together with my friend Lydia Darley, who's an, actually an amazing actress and filmmaker, Lydia Darley. There was a lot going on. But anyway, we got together in two chants, and we said, we're going to chant for two hours to magically conjure the right person to play this. <laughs> and I was like, no. And it was a journey but I tended to magically conjure the right person I thought of my friend Ted Wellens who had seen me in another band and he came and he did the show but he said rehearse with me upstate so um he is at place upstate and I got off the train to meet him and he said his friend's a producer and he'll give us some free studio time this oh. afternoon and that's how I started my first album completely unplanned uh. out of something negative and one of the principles of the practice is turning poison into medicine or the beautiful lotus comes out of a muddy swamp. And it makes me so happy because I have so much mud. Yeah. I have so much mud. I have so much negativity, so much darkness. I really do. You know that. But people don't think that about you. When they meet you, they're like, oh, my gosh, you're so positive. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, when, maybe if they listen to your songs and they're like, whoa, she's got some shit going, <laughs> you know heavy I mean? shit going on. This girl like, got issues. <laughs> but I work, I work really hard. I consciously want to cultivate the positive. Yeah. But I have all that darkness. So this is just the perfect practice with me because I can turn all that negativity right. into something positive, I hope. Right. Well, yeah. you have. I mean, you, you, you're you doing it. Yeah. So, you you know, you chanted to come to uh, Beyond uh, Mockumental. I did. And I'm like, look, here you are on Mockumental. Well, I did chant for us to have a great time. Yay! Yay! <laughs> we are. I was, like, I was like, I want it to be the funnest ever. I, I really want you to be like, yeah, when Lauren was on. I want you to be like, it's always good, but when Lauren's on, it's the best. It's the best. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason we work together. It's fun. We have fun together. I mean, you're... You're sort of like when I'm like, because I can get, you know, a little bleak and uh, down and pissed <laughs> off. And Lauren's like, it'll be all right. Don't worry. We'll just chant or, you know, or don't, don't pay attention to Fenris or, you know. <laughs> He's not going to kill us. Yeah. <laughs> He's not really going to kill us not tonight. Not <laughs> You know, we'll wake the fire alarms. will go off. It'll do be you, okay. Um, do you want to do another song? Sure. That would be awesome. I'd love to have you do another song. Sure. Um, Whatever you want to do, it's up to you. Mm. Well, we had talked about, um, mm, well, just another story. Did you see The Man Who Fell to Earth with David Bowie? I know you're a big fan. Yeah, yeah, of course. So do you remember all the alien sex scenes? <laughs> do you remember that? Did you know that this is what I wrote the song about? No. I, I actually, you didn't know that after all these that. years? After all these I years? I just figured you had it, uh, sex with an alien, and that was... <laughs> Autobiographical, I, I, thought. I, I figured you chanted until you manifested an alien to fuck. I'm know? going to tonight. <laughs> but I watched the movie and I was just so fascinated by the... Like, David Bowie is that alien. He was so perfectly aloof yeah. he was so cold so distant so sexy so otherworldly i don't know, <laughs> so I don't know if he was acting <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, and then that woman was so obsessed with him and then they showed the scenes of him having sex with his alien wife and then i was this and they making a lot of now this is making is, a lot of sense and he, they both became covered in slime and it was so weird and i was like you know what that's what I'm sex into that really <laughs> is you know and then i was so fascinated by this movie and completely We're fascinated with slime 
time. <laughs> yeah, that's what it. And then when he has sex with the human, and then I hung out with Kelsey Warren, yeah. the front man of Black Emoji. Yeah, sure, yeah. Woo, Kelsey. hi Kelsey. I'm sure he's listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but Kelsey, I'm outing you now because yeah. we hung out for his birthday. And he said, not just once, but like the whole fucking night, because we were talking about the movie, he said, that's the only kind of sex I want to have. <laughs> I was like, how about that David Bowie, like having sex as an alien? And he was like, that's the only way I want to do it. Fuck party. Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then, so he kept just saying. body parts. You know what I mean? Just like slime all over. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just seems so freeing. Yeah. <laughs> Alien sex, I want some alien sex. Alien sex, I need that alien sex. Only kind of sex I cry. Let's get to pray. First, it freaked me out. I have to admit, I often sometimes I do like that shit. Thought no one in this planet could make me feel so good. Right, yeah, that was right, but alien could. Uh, alien sex, I want some alien sex. Alien sex, I need the alien sex. Stick a slime alien sex. I do them on the mouse. I do them on the mouse. How I love the white. He's a loop and me. That shit turned me out since I was all of 17. How I love the white, he gets the job done. He knows I like it, but sometimes he pulls a gun. Alien sex, I want some alien sex. Alien sex, I need the alien sex. Only kind of sex I cry. Let's get deprived. Let's get deprived. I just like a schoolgirl. He likes to be my dog Alien so strict Boy, I'm a hate We do it in a cornfield With Satan's on top He thinks it's so funny Every time they call the cops Okay Maybe some of you out there in Radioland are wondering why I choose to have an alien as a lover instead of a human being, huh? Gets that's the question on all your minds. Let me explain it to you. These aliens, they're different from humans. They come to this planet from literally like light years the fuck away for the sole purpose of exploration. So an alien's not gonna say no. Aliens don't get headaches, you know what I mean? Aliens aren't too tired from working all day because they're not fucking working all day. You know what I mean? Like, they're here just to, like, that's what they're here for. So if I say something like, Alien, I'm super into you. I see us, like, having a future, you know what I mean? You make me feel amazing, but it could be even better if we invited, like, one or two or, like, a few of your friends to join us, you know what I mean? Alien's not going to get all psychological on me, like some of you intellectual type might, and say something like, now, Lauren, what could have happened to you as a child that might cause you to suggest such a thing, huh? An alien's not going to get all insecure and say something like, What, Lauren, aren't my penises big enough for you? Ah, oh, no. Alien's going to start dialing. 
alien sex. We want some alien sex. Alien sex. You need that alien sex. Only kind of sex we crave. Let's get deprived. Let's get deprived. Let's get deprived. I feel so free now. I feel so free. Uh, any aliens listening <laughs> out there, uh, feel free to call in. <laughs> Uh, you can uh, find Lauren O'Brien at laurenobrienmusic.com. You can also find her on SoundCloud. Uh, her album's available on YouTube as well, uh, which is also Lauren O'Brien Music. Uh, you can find her... You, It's also available on iTunes. Like, you have yeah, stuff iTunes, on iTunes CD and, Baby. and CD Baby and And then Amazon. it's all out there in the universe. And then I walk around and I'm like, could you give me a dollar? Yeah. You know what I mean? Buy her music, uh, you know, check out her stuff online, give her some likes on YouTube, Yay! subscribe to her channels, Yay! like her on Twitter, her her, her Twitter name, and, and, you know, she'll be the first to tell you, not the most creative, but Lauren O'Brien One is it her is, Twitter name, is. but she is, Lauren o- <laughs> she is number one. She got one. I am, I so, am. So, Lauren O'Brien One, um, and we are uh, at 718-928-9732, so give us a call in before the end of the show to ask Lauren a question or uh, you know to tell her how awesome she is because Yay. she's the best uh, we're having a blast Queen. here are we not having a blast I'm having such a good time I, I was worried I was like two hours what's gonna happen oh it goes I'm scared it's, it's like a it's a wild ride and it's like a it's a night like a night with an alien you barely remember that it goes <laughs> uh, by so quickly so um, we slow. we have uh, also we have uh, well I'll just say this that uh, you can donate to RFB, which we're a community radio station. Uh, uh, we are. Um, uh, we need your pledge. We need your money. We need to stay in uh, business. We need to buy new equipment. We need to stay on the air. So support your community, uh, Brooklyn, or all over the world. We have uh, people listening. I know we have someone in Australia listening. I know we have a Nancy Keto. Um, giving a shout out to Nancy. I just she just messaged me. Aww. She's trying to call, but she says she doesn't understand the right time to call. And I'm like, there is no right time to call. Any time is the right time to call. So Nancy, if you're listening right now, please feel free to call in. Um, but that uh, to pledge a little money to our RFB Radio Free Brooklyn, that's rfb.nyc slash pledge. Um, you can give a little money there or uh, you can on uh, my Patreon campaign um, supports all my art, my music and all the things that I do. So please hit me up at Killy. K- oh, Killy the kid. Ooh. Ah, But it's Nancy Keto. Hi. Hi thanks for calling. Yes, Who my sp- ah! Ah! Musician geeks, hi, ladies. Yay! We love you, Nancy. I see. All oh I have to God. do is, it, like, that's how we figure out how you when when you can call is I'll just say Nancy Keto, call now, and you do. <laughs> Na- you're like a genie. Oh, oh my goodness. How no, are you doing? You both. It's it's okay. I know uh, you're having a rough really... time. Her doggy is, is not. Her brother's doggy's not feeling well. So yes. That's the worst. It's hard when our animal friends are not doing well. They're so, um, they're, they're so loyal and so, uh, you know, what's the word? Vulnerable. Vulnerable. They're relying on us. Yeah. And innocent, you know, and they're so innocent. So, and they've never done anything, anything wrong. Yeah. They're so unconditional loving, you know, and it's, it's hard. It's not even my dog. I'm just the doggy aunties. I know. I can only imagine. Oh, but it's hard. It's, yeah. I mean, it's rough. And when does your brother get back? He comes back from his business trip to Japan on Sunday, so it's been like two weeks now, well, and I'm beside myself. Oh, but. I'm sure. I, that's the, a rough go, girl. Is the dog with you? Yeah. No? 
Yes. Yeah. Because yeah, uh, well, we'll do some chanting. Going. Lauren will yeah. do some chanting for you. And yes. do you want? Do you have any? I know that you had asked about. We we maybe we had said it before you uh, started listening, but Lauren does have. She was requ- uh, asking about your show tomorrow at oh, Sidewalk cool. Cafe, yeah. and she's playing with Matt Fisher at Sidewalk at, at eight o'clock. Yep. And uh, it's, it's tell tell them yeah, it's a benefit, right? Yeah, it's a benefit show that the Elbaum Tanner rock and roll scene put together, which is Kip Elbaum and David Tanner, and they do. They've been around the scene for <laughs> they're 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 staples in the New York City uh, music scene. Yeah, so. they they do a lot of events, and it's a great bill. There's going to be great people on the bill, and yeah, it who else at, is playing? It starts at seven o'clock. I feel like I I have to look. I yeah, can't. look. Right, oh, I'm take your time. Up. But it starts at 7, and it's yeah. going to go all night. Yeah. It's $10. Yeah. And, and Sidewalk is cool. You can get food there. They have, you know, that's where we do our show there as well, our monthly show. Round Rockin'! Which is Round Rockin'. And you can, uh, that's May 7th, uh, our next Round Rockin' show. And we're doing a, um, like a, a boys band, boy band, uh, boy band off, basically, with Sam oh, and right. Bill. <laughs> And Sam and Bill and uh, Squirm and Germ. So it's going to be oh, cool. and then Jackie the battle, battle of the boy bands. And then hopefully Jackie Furback might open for, uh, you know, do a little comedy up front. We'll figure if we're going to balance it out with so many boys, we got to have some, some ladies as well. Of course, we there's a lot of lady power here. So yeah, we will fill it. Uh, so you, I see you. You've got so who, the who people on the with? bill, uh, Babe Patrol which is a female-fronted band, Luigi mm. and Half-Wise Guy, Cement Head featuring Samanthurst <laughs> Gordon and Ricky are on the oh, bill. Cool. So it's going to be a lot of punk. There's going to be some punk rock oh, nice. happening. I call myself Punk Cabaret. Yeah. Stole it from Amanda Palmer, yeah. who kills. Yeah. So there's going to be Punk Cabaret and, ca- and punk, out-and-out punk happening. So uh, you get a little cabaret, you get a little punk, you get a little Lauren O'Brien, you get a little Matt Fisher, you get a little food. They got good food. Um, and you get it's a Bradley all, Dwyer. Yeah, no, I won't be there. Uh, but it, it is. Oh, okay. It's a good. Um, I'm. I'm actually. I'm hoping to get to um, Katie Goodman. I should. I should shout out Katie's show as well. Um, it's um, broad comedy, and they're doing three shows uh, at Soho Playhouse. Uh, so that's. Uh, it was yesterday, tonight, and then the last show is tomorrow. So get a ticket to that show as well. Broad comedy. We love Katie on the show. We're trying. We're trying to also get her on the show. Uh, at some point, it would be nice. Uh, we do play her music though, so that's and, and she's always good to us. So, um, okay. Wait, well, also, just before I go, I, I, go ahead. Oh no, I just wanted to give love to Nancy for being such a badass supporter Yay. across the board and multi-genre because she's an incredible. Classical, classical musician, musician with some who plays the badass harpsichord and she fucking kills yeah. on that and then she supports comedy music and rock and roll i know i've seen you at some of paul anthony's shows with she his rock band like you're such a supporter yeah and you break all yeah. the stereotypes about classical musicians because you also play sports okay. right yeah she's tennis yes. she's yeah. a tennis lady basketball basketball yeah. I could whoop your ass at one and one though, Nancy. So don't even try to pretend. <laughs> don't even try to. Actually, I'd prefer horse because I don't want to run that much. Um, <laughs> what were you going to say though? You were going to say something. No, I was just going to say for anybody who doesn't know me, I'm a classical musician, and so I just want to give a shout out to both of you ladies because I've seen you in various shows around town, and the, the, both the host and I've seen their artists, and I've seen them 
their own solo the shows. And you should, if you haven't been, you should really go because they have pulled this classical musician out of her little insulated box. Oh. And I just don't come out for anybody. And you have a show coming up, right, Nancy? You have yes. You have we have the really All Telemann program on April 30th. Yeah. Where is it totally at? Totally Telemann. It's at the French Church of Saint Esprit, which is a French Huguenot church near Bloomingdale. Mm, I'm sure it's Sunday, beautiful. Sunday, the 30th at 4. And it's yeah. with Ensemble Leonardo? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And uh, Kelly has, has played with us. I have. The it's New so York cool. Philharmonic sponsored. Wow. I go project. from really I go fun. from a comedy rock show to a classical playing with a, a quartet. So I, I know what's up. That's you know? pretty amazing. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun to pl- it's fun to uh, work with Nancy, and she's an amazing artist as well. So thanks for calling in, okay. Nancy. All right, we love Take you. Take care, guys. Thank you. We no, love never you. a bad Thank time you. to hear from Nancy Keto. <laughs> bye bye. All right, bye. Sweetie. Take care. Bye. Thanks. Love you. So uh, that, that I love her. She's amazing. She's, she, she is. I'm not kidding. Uh, uh, Ensemble Leonardo, check check it out. Uh, I think it's on um, Ensemble Leonardo dot com. I could be wrong, but I'll have. Nancy, text me uh, or, or or Facebook message me how they can buy tickets for that, because um, you should go get some get some classical music back in your life because it is it it's very lifting and uh, you know it's good for the brain. It's a it's a complicated and wonderful experience. So not only playing with them but listening to it. So um, we're gonna do. We're going to do a new segment, actually. Cool. We're going to do a new segment. And uh, because um, uh, uh, stuff's happening every day, you guys. Like things, shit. What? Shit is going down, especially with the way things are happening in, in the White House. And, and uh. But uh, I, I, I decided so many people, so many of my friends are these prolific songwriters that can write um, topical songs uh, consistently, and I have a lot of people who are writing songs that, if they don't get played this week, they might they might not be around in a couple weeks. So, um, this is our new segment called Topical Segment. Ooh. Topical. This song is topical. <laughs> this song is so fucking topical. <laughs> is, that, is that it? <laughs> Wait, what? Topical. This song is topical. This song is so fucking topical. Topical. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Isn't that great? You could have a whole yeah. album of these like <laughs> these intro songs, snippets. Wait, was that was that Craig on that, or was that your music? No, that's magic? my my change, my that's voice changer. Nice. But um, are you kidding? <laughs> but, <laughs> I can't get my voice that low. That but low. this is a uh, this is a song about uh, the big bad Bill O'Reilly, and it's uh, it's by Noam Osmond, and I, I love Noam, and I I keep wanting to play his stuff, and this is a perfect opportunity. So listen up. Every fact in the song is true, either reported in court documents or newspaper stories. We should not show detachment about sexual harassment, a daily reality, a man-made stumbling block. So in this age when women's rights are in peril, we should sing a happy carol for the victory of equality over misogynist jive. Have you heard about the news at Fox? Do it live, 
Fuck it, we're doing it live Singing not a song about Bill O'Reilly It's okay today to say Hooray, hooray Cause anytime your nation's top race fading Sexually harassing while masturbating Talk show host gets fired Fireworks ought to be fired To female colleagues he was a jerk Bragged about his exploits with high sex workers And of his gentle touch With his gentle loafer brush He had one black colleague to whom he never talked He'd just stare and grunt and nickname her hot chocolate Man, who would ever have believed it? Bill O'Reilly's a piece of shit So do it live, fuck it, we're doing it live Singing out a song about Bill O'Reilly it's okay today to sing hooray, hooray Cause anytime your nation's top race baiting Sexually harassing while masturbating Talk show host gets fired Fireworks ought to be fired For years O'Reilly threatened legal pain To the lives of the ladies who complained He only got in trouble when The advertisers pulled the spots That's why he got the boot from Fox I wish the moral of the song Was that bad things happen To those who do harm But I know that's not true Cause each night when we watch the news All the guys agree I see the pussy grabbing chief There we go Woo! Craig stepped out to pee of course uh, I, I, That's our new segment It's topical So if you have a topical song uh, that you'd like to play on the show uh, has to happen from that week, uh, from the very week that we have the show, and it's funny and it's topical. Now everybody gather round and listen if you would. When I tell you every person needs a way of feeling good. Every kitty needs a ball of string and every dog a stick But all you need is a bag of weed to really get a kick One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight A bag of weed, a bag of weed Oh, everything is better with a bag of weed It's the only help that you'll ever need Because everything is better with a bag of weed There you go, you're all getting it now When Texas people want to feel good They go assault a queer When stupid people need a thrill They rent the rocketeer When Michael Jackson he humps a guy like me. But all we need is a bag of weed to keep us worry free. One, two, three, oh! A bag of weed, a bag of weed, oh, everything is better with a bag of weed. No, you don't need nothing, you don't need speed, because everything is better with a bag of weed. Have a go, Brian. As Mr. H.L. Mencken said, the common man's a fool. And just like Helen Keller said, doof doogie people boo. But try and use your heads and don't buy into all the fear. Hey! Cause all we need is a bag of weed to make us wanna cheer. And one, two, a bag of weed, a bag of weed. Oh, everything is better with a bag of weed. You can try and fight, but we're all agreed. Because everything is better with a bag of weed.
kind of derail at the end of the show but uh that was uh you you might know that song from family guy it's a bag of weed that was fucking awesome um and it is 420 uh well it was 420 yesterday so i wanted to also stay on topic uh and you heard of course before our new segment topical segment yeah i just want to play this again this song is topical (laughs) this song is so fucking topical so don't forget to go ahead and send in or alert me on Facebook. Uh, we are mock-u-mental on Facebook. Uh, or I am at Killy the Kid on Instagram, at Killy the Kid on Twitter. Uh, and my website is www.killythekid.com. Uh, we, our show is every other Friday. So please uh, come back and check us out. Uh, not, not this next Friday, but the Friday after we... Um, we have Stucky and Murray on. They have a new album out. Um, it's really crazy, and it's like a dad album about it. Like it's an EDM <laughs> dance album about being a dad because uh, they're both dads now. And that's May fifth, uh, eight to ten here on Radio Free Brooklyn. And don't forget, Round Rockin' is May seventh, and that's at six p.m. at Sidewalk Cafe. That's me, Lauren and m- m- Lauren and I. We have this uh, lovely project that we do together, and we kind of—it's a very fast-paced round robin style show. And uh, I'm gonna just end on uh, one more song. Oh, and I also wanted to say, shout, give a shout out to the Fump, whose Fump Fest is June sixteenth through the eighteenth in Chicago. Uh, so check out www.thefump.com uh, to get tickets for that. And we're going to end on uh, another weed song because uh, we're about <laughs> to play out. So happy 420, happy 421, happy life. See you in two weeks, guys. Bye. Bye. tell you the story of a reggae shark. There are hundreds of sharks living under the sea. And also, one more time, a shout out to thank you to Lauren O'Brien for being here on the show. We just loved having you. You're so awesome, Lauren O'Brien. Thank you for having me. It was the funnest ever. Go see Lauren at Sidewalk tomorrow night. After dark, reggae shark come cruising. Just stop.